Why would you pick on us for being late? They oh, closed at 10. It's not my fault. Everybody takes about a 15-minute breather. Eleanor's uh, directional map. She apparently was using MapQuest because it just kept putting <laughs> us literally in a loop. Oh. It was like, no, it's closed, then just drive in a circle. We did kind of do a circle. And then for try 10 and minutes. go that route again. And hopefully, three <laughs> minutes from now, they'll have opened the lane, but they are, didn't. Are the rumors true that the voice on Eleanor's ways is set to dice mode? Wait is a minute. Is that true? Always. Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Take a left! Take a left, dummy! Don't be a zero! What are you doing? Wave to highway! Wave to wheels! What? Wheels isn't even on the highway! Wheels is on the Waze app! I invented the... The directional map. Is that so, real? Uh, yeah. I don't remember that. Eller, it looks like you're using a Thomas guide to get here. Do I do? It runs out I after L.A. County. You're like, all right, we're just going to have to wing it. It was so embarrassing. But what did I use? Waze. And it's probably got us all it's in It's an Israeli circle. company, and their goal is to fuck us at all okay. times. All right. That's Do you that's have evidence accurate. of that? That's pretty accurate. I mean, my wife is Israeli. That's okay. really all that's, I need to that's say. There is <laughs> Troy Comrades here. Thank you, Troy, for Damn. coming. How are you, sir? He's no the Annie can... Leibovitz of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true, Troy? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a okay, I like it. Sexy. You should trademark that, Rick, in case it takes put off. Put you in a basket. Sell that thing. Can we Look, put I'm you a, in a basket, we got, Rick? We got six people here. That's seven times as many fans as this podcast mm. actually that's has. That's amazing. <laughs> and Thank only you. half of them are waiting for the next podcast. <laughs> uh, all, all of them. All of them. <laughs> you got to get here early. You never know when yeah. it's going to fill up. You never they, know when they're going to take those seats away. They got here early. We didn't. I apologize. <laughs> Is, I'm uh, sorry. Does anyone know, is Argus Hamilton going to be here? Yeah. We I actually know. thought this was his pop. Doesn't he have a uh, comedy, comedy store, store live? live? Yeah. Just, just because they promote that more than this podcast, which has been on for 100 <laughs> episodes. 170 to be well, exact. Well, it's, it's good to be here. I think. It's hey, really Argus, thanks for coming. You're, you're way more popular than us. Thank you for coming. Yeah. How's your podcast going, Argus? Well, I'll tell you, Mitch isn't listening to it anymore. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so... <laughs> Do you ever do episodes uh, graveside just to see she, what she thinks? What'd you, what'd you think, my sweet pea? <laughs> and then from the gravy here, cancel it. <laughs> Give him the light. Get rid of it. Uh-oh. That would be amazing. Well, it's great to Thank do comedy guys. at 110. I've never tried this before. Well, we're going to do it for another hour, so um, get used to it. Uh, I, did a, I did a narcotics anonymous show once at like show? they have the shows there yeah. <laughs> wow. they, have, they have a show they're like let's break up the sad stories with some comedy huh <laughs> it was, rick ingram everybody <laughs> it uh, was me and vicky barbalat oh great okay. was claude shires there uh shires. he should have been there uh but yeah the, the guy was like hey listen and i got this gig through wheels i should mention that yeah. oh, some God. guy named yeah. bob who used to book uh the italian restaurant out in corona okay uh, every wednesday night yeah, I invented that narcotics anonymous. <laughs> I mean, they pay you in meatball subs. You only get half. Though. That was the deal at the Italian place. They paid you in spaghetti dinners. Okay. And uh, that but makes th- this sense. guy Bob hooked me up, and then we got there, and he was like, "Listen, you can talk about anything except for drugs." And it seems odd. Yeah, and then he went up first and didn't talk about drugs, and the crowd literally looked like they were going to murder everybody. 
And uh, so I went up and I did all drug-related humor. <laughs> and uh, it went really well. I didn't get paid, but it, it went really well. You didn't you, even get a sandwich? I didn't get anything out of it. They got that mad at you? I was a drug addict then, so I think the irony of me being there hurt a lot of feelings. You did a lot of drugs. I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I No, I'm serious. Like, you used to smoke every single day, right? Yeah, yeah. I smoked every day and uh, the comedy store... It was a wonderful place that provided Wait endless alcohol why, why would you, oh. to feed the beast. <laughs> Were you there the night? I was working. There was a night, uh, let's just call it an urban show, was in the uh, the main room. Okay. That's a nice way to say it. I'm reading it. you. And, uh, was it, uh, right, was it crack em up Thursdays? Uh, it was tripping on Tuesdays. Ah, okay. uh, an equally well-named show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Bishop Don Juan was in attendance. Yeah. He was wearing an Asian lampshade hat. Uh, Asian platform sandals with socks. Was was that the night he was there with Snoop? Snoop Dogg rolls in. Did yeah. not enter the building. No. He may have uh, smoked weed in the parking lot for four hours straight with white frat boys. Yeah, he. I, I actually smoked weed with him that night uh, behind the comedy store in a beautiful place called Sacred Ground. Are they going to play Ground. the disclaimer on this one? No. No disclaimer. Okay. No. No, it's not necessary. <laughs> Um, this is your last show. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> Argus is officially taking over tomorrow, so <laughs> he's he's gonna wear a suit for a podcast just in case. It's Fraser Smith's suit, but it will be good. Um, but yeah, they they smoked all of the weed I had that night. Okay, Snoop did. Yeah, and he then, gave you none. You didn't charge him? No. They, he said, "Who's got weed?" And I was so excited. I'm like, "I've got weed." And then I handed it to him, and then he literally took the entire bag and rolled it into a blunt. And then walked away, and you're like, thank you, Snoop. Yeah, he smoked some of it and then managed to spit out the worst rap in the history of the world. That was like his, like, hey, here, I'll give you something back. Here's a shitty freestyle rap for you. It was literally like, he just looked around, he was like, yo, we're behind a building. The building's black. Hey, look, there's a cactus on the hill. And I was like... There was a cactus? You're like, this weed is not good enough to make this a good good rap at all. This sucks. One of the biggest rap legends of all time and one of the most disappointing raps ever maybe he's just not a good freestyler little g i think little g oh was little there. g comedy store old school reference that's a yeah. good one he showed me a sonogram picture <laughs> that's always nice not his own his child <laughs> Interesting. Pro- yeah thank you. Thank you <laughs> be weird to carry five. around your own somebody might do it but i don't think someone's doing it i don't think it's little g he always told o'neill and i that he knew snoop and we're like yeah okay yeah. And then we realized that he did know Snoop. Yeah, we're watching a documentary with Snoop Dogg, and he's in the back of this Rolls Royce <laughs> doing an interview. And then he looks out the window, and he goes, that blockhead little G's taking all my grape drink. <laughs> and I go, oh, this fucking guy does know. He does know. <laughs> but yeah. wait, how does Snoop not bring weed to the fucking Exactly. I think yeah. you but got I think, had, right? I assume he had it and was just like, oh, fuck. You sure it wasn't boy. just uh, John Sheezer <laughs> dressed up as Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Hold Pretty on. Pretty much. Basically, I'll take some of that weed. But isn't Snoop like the hot girl who goes to the bar with no money? It's like he, that's what he expects. He's like, I'm going to be yeah. showered with free weed. Yeah, I mean, he knew what was going on. And then first, the first question he asked me, he's like, this ain't some white boy shit, is it? <laughs> Whoa. And I go, no, I got it in Hawthorne. And he goes, okay. And then he, <laughs> do, you, do you think he would turn down the white boy shit? Or Probably. you think he'd be like, I'll smoke it anyway. So, uh, it, like if you said You should have just city, said, yes, like, it is. No. And you would have kept your weed. Yeah. If I, you know, oh, I got this in the Palisades. He would have been like, we ain't smoking that shit. But he took that Hawthorne shit and oh, yeah. Hawthorne he blunted it up. And the, while he was doing the terrible rap, the Bishop Don, who had his chalice, naturally, was just standing there doing this. 
Just like to no one? <laughs> to no one. And no music playing. That's a hype man. That's but a hype in his, man. In his mind, he heard it. He got him, you know, just con- conducting an imaginary orchestra. <laughs> you just never know yep. when, when they need to be. And I, only got, I got the invite because this is how uh, weed heads share the wealth. Uh, I got really high with Robin Williams one time. And when we were walking back to smoke, I saw a little G. And I was like, hey, we're going to go get high. And he was like, oh, cool. And so he came. And then afterwards, he was like, Hey, that guy's in movies, right? <laughs> I was like, which is a bit of an understatement. Was <laughs> Robin Williams like that guy's a gangster? Because <laughs> Lil G was was gang affiliated, yeah. if I am not mistaken. Uh, hopefully, you do have the uh, the thing on the beginning of the I, show. I don't want to <laughs> speak out of turn. Oh, I don't no, want to. No, I don't want to soil good. your memory with Robin Williams. But later, I saw Robin Williams getting high with PJ Stansberry. <laughs> Wait I believe a that. I believe that's, that to be true. Well, I, uh, PJ always had. Good yeah, too, but you imagine you? when I went back to go turn off all the lights in the breaker in the main room, and I see Robin Williams smoking a joint with the most disgusting human being alive. What are time. you talking about? They were just talking Hollywood shop. Uh, what they're working on. <laughs> he he asshole. What are you doing? You got a asshole too? Yeah, that movie Flubber asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I want my seven dollars hey, back. Does your dad support you too? <laughs> Dude, there, there was a lot. Of Dad's dead. <laughs> no shit. There was, there was a lot Man, of... Who knows? He might be dead, too. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, are we really all going to be sad if PJ drops dead? I think it's going to be all right. I mean, it's, it's not like it's Sandy Shore. Well, oh, oh, come, come on. on. Not, oh, not soon enough. You. No, I'm saying that. that not soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sad one. PJ seed her golden retriever in the original room. and, uh, and it just Incredible makes, judge of comedy. Oh. There's a lot of those moments at the comedy store, especially back when uh, the four of us were literally the only people at the comedy store. Okay. Including audience. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, this would have been a good night in those years. Very good. Oh, people would have been fighting is... to get up in front oh, of you yeah. guys. Oh, we got seven now. I know. Look, he snuck in. He's like a ninja. rolled right in the front. Like, Hi, bye. But we... Uh, Whoa. Come on so, down, I'm Eleanor. sorry. It's, it's I remember walking <laughs> back one night and opening the back door to go smoke pot, and I opened the door, and it was Bushman... Oh, yeah. ...and Eddie Van Halen... <laughs> okay. ...sitting in the green room. And That's I, a I looked mix. at him, and I was like, <laughs> I go, what the fuck is going on here? And then Bushman goes, hey, you got the weed? And I go, yeah, man, that's why we're coming back here. And he goes, okay, this is my friend Ed. <laughs> Ed? <laughs> Do you think he had any idea who he was? No, no idea. No clue. Dude, in Bushman's defense, he may at one point have opened for Van Halen. <laughs> that's true. Oh, he yeah. told us that he opened for Kurt Cobain when he lived in Seattle. But he How called him. He, he said, I opened for Coco Bean. <laughs> and we go, Co- who the hell's Coco Bean? You know Coco Bean. Oh, Nirvana. yeah. Teen Spirit, Coco Bean. <laughs> of course. <laughs> do you think Ed and Bushman keep in touch? I assume that they're very close. <laughs> I hope they do a side together. project. I, I just remember we, we smoked, and I thought it was cool that Eddie Van Halen was hanging out. And then afterwards I go, hey, how do you know the Bushman? And he goes, I, I just met him. He told me to come back here so we could smoke, <laughs> which means the Bushman just invited someone that knowing he didn't have any weed, and just was like, we'll just wait until someone arrives. <laughs> that's a good plan. He stays. Like, I'm going to yeah, sit Eddie here. he went with them. That's, he went with them. And who knows? I never f- found out how long they'd just been sitting back there. <laughs> but it could have been 20 minutes. But you know what? 
Eddie was used to de- dealing with uh, David Lee Roth. Do you remember how annoying David oh, Lee Roth was? Terrible. He was coming to the comedy yeah. store all the time. Terrible. Everyone agreed except for Mark Ellis, who <laughs> sat next to him in a Van Halen hat. Dude, he would yeah, always, Eddie would there. always pull the hat down and be like, I was you there. see what I'm wearing? Yeah. I was there for it. David Lee Roth, one, walked me from the conversation because he was so fucking annoying. He's like, then I was an EMT, and then I was with Dub Davidoff. And I was, I was like, okay, this is terrible. Mark Ellis had a Van Halen hat on like this on top of his head. And he kept angling it down. Instead of pulling it down, just like, huh? But he wouldn't. <laughs> he was so in his own yeah. world that he wouldn't acknowledge it at all. He was and pointing at his hat, and then he kept pointing at his cock. And he's like, please suck it. Please <laughs> little suck of this, it, little of that. Ed. Hagar would have done it because he was a real oh, singer. Definitely. Oh, I was wearing my Cabo Wabo gear when I hoped <laughs> oh, that Hagar always. would show up. Really? No. Are you a big Sammy Hagar fan? I just love the, uh, I love the tequila Bruce. <laughs> you don't even drink. Uh, I think the moral what of the I do, story is... I prefer Sammy Hagar tequila. Wait, is he a sponsor? Do you guys have a new sponsor? Yeah. It's, he's an all-things comedy sponsor. Four hymns dropped us after the last <laughs> podcast we did with you guys. Unbelievable. So well, now we got Hagar tequila. It, so that's why we, we shit on it? Yeah. Sorry that our uh, fan base, some of which are here now, all have rock-hard cocks. Yeah. Solid. <laughs> we tried to penises. sell them on it. Let they're like, our dicks. Let me see your rock-hard cocks. They're all... They're hard now. Yeah. They show up hard. Yeah. This guy doesn't hard. need four hymns. Yeah. Do you? No. He's not a fan uh, of ours, though. He's a fan of mine. Our, yeah. our fans are yeah, mostly like they're mostly guy. noodle dick bald. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's bro. Someone say Dean Gilbert. <laughs> uh, Dean, you have to be solid as a rock to fuck some of the garbage you've uh, <laughs> enjoyed over the years. They're called job <laughs> interviews, bro. Good, good point. <laughs> it's a classy <laughs> establishment. Do you remember when the uh, Florida hookers were hanging out at the comedy store? Oh, that was set a up great shop era. There? Great and then when era. they left, Dean was literally interviewing new prostitutes <laughs> to work at the comedy store. Bro, who misses them? They Dude, were cool, right? One of those prostitutes. Those are the prostitutes that Anthony Michael Hall took home. <laughs> yes! Allegedly. I remember. Yes, I Play the disclaimer, Not please. Allegedly. I think Hart and I watched him bang one. Uh, and he's like, Hart was like digging under the door to try yeah. to see. He wanted oh, to see. Yes, very nice technique. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall shows up and takes home We're three prostitutes. Wasn't he was heckling people too? Yeah, and, and so he comes back like two days later, and he's like. Dude, this place is great. Where you guys got those girls? I'm like, <laughs> he, he thought it was just a sex trafficking <laughs> ring. He's like, this is awesome. There's only two other people in the room. It's obviously a waiting no room for the, the hookers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was the, that for a while. The comedy store was a hub of human tra- human trafficking. Yeah. Hold on a second. Not anymore. This is years. Thank ago. you. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. We're, we're talking the aughts. Back in the aughts, things were a different time. It still blows my mind that it's like a legit business now. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? I can't wrap my head around it. Do you miss the fact that it is not? Uh, you know, you can't beat the crowd. Basically, crowds. a funhouse. When you show up there to do your job, it's nice that people are actually listening. <laughs> people are actually there to see yeah. it. Like, wow, what is this? Yeah, as a as a comedian, way better now. As a former degenerate, okay. way better then. Yeah. <laughs> it's like well put. Yeah, it's like when you graduate college and you're like, I want to live in a real shithole for like five years. Yeah. But then after that five years, you're like, this isn't that cool anymore. Yeah. At, at this point, we're sad. Yeah. You want an apartment. You want a, a real life. Yeah. So I think. I think we've the all people you older. associate with go by names like the Scum Bunch. Yeah. And you're okay. like, I'm not sure this is. Uh, so why are we gonna pick on PJ the whole night? Well, no, no. He's well, one. I think we're referring to the White Dragon who uh, oh, tried true. to attack. Myself, Don Barris one night, and we called Dean to try to wrangle him, and he's like, bro, he's fine. 
Bro. And then, uh, like a m- month later, he stabbed a cop with a dirty syringe. Okay. Yeah. And went to prison. And he was a regular That's how fixture. We got rid of him. Yeah, he was part. He was yeah. He was one of the leaders of the Dean Fifteen. That's yeah. true. Rick and I trying to explain to Sebastian Maniscalco last night about Fif- who what? the Dean Fifteen are. These guys. Dude, Sebastian lived Ooh. great comic, and he lived so far above. The Us. insanity of what <laughs> went on at the comedy store. He literally had never heard of any of the stuff that had been going on well, most, for the first 10 years. Most guys who were brought in is like, if you didn't work there, which we all did, yeah. and if you just came in, it's the, the whole different experience. Like yeah. He just goes in there, he's like, yeah, this is a normal club. Yeah, but He doesn't know that Boone Shakalaka is offering to blow me every shift that I work. He found out last night. We told him. Did he? He asked us what the deal with Boonshock was after 20 years. He finally (laughs) had the courage to ask, what's the deal with that homeless thrift store that hangs out of the front of the building? (laughs) Sebastian's like a father raising a school shooter, but he's ignoring all of the warning signs. signs. He's just like, I I don't see anything going on. How did he feel about the real information you guys were giving? He was very impressed. Yeah, he seemed seemed impressed, perplexed. He's now a Laugh Factory comic. (laughs) (laughs) He's switched clubs. Now, you you guys, if I remember correctly, uh, your employment at the comedy store ended a night. Danish and O'Neill. Danish and O'Neill, yeah. A night where Boone Shakalaka exposed himself to you. Is that true? He, t- he showed us his underwear. They were uh, fishnet aqua green. Okay. Uh, it's br- briefs. Jeff uh, draws them in his therapy session. <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> I have a doll. I put them on. I say, this is what it looked like. Where, but where did, where did Boone got- show you where, where did Boone touch himself? <laughs> show me on this doll. <laughs> Picture a guy. It's an Oscar the Grouch doll. <laughs> but also That's keep fitting. in mind, for two years, Boone was carrying around this uh, porn, this gay porno magazine with a guy who had a beard, who looked kind of like Jeff, okay. who was trying to suck his own cock in the picture. I needed and the he's money. Like, oh, I know what you've been up to. <laughs> oh, 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 is smart. This, oh, is this you? Oh, this looks like you. Oh, oh, I wish. This I know was where you live. I just remember you guys were like Dean. You gotta ban him, bro. And he was like, dude, he's part of the club. It's <laughs> like he legitimately is just. Showing his junk to people. And so then you guys quit simultaneously. On, on the shift. On the During shift. During the shift. On the spot. We also went up to Dean while he was carrying up a tray of drinks to his mother and stepfather. <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking Jare Bear free for 40 years. Jare yeah. Bear. <laughs> Bear was drinking for all those nights that high school girls he had taken on dates probably weren't uh, allowed to drink. He said, okay. I'll have some for them too. <laughs> we quit on shift. We, I was working the parking lot. O'Neill was working the door. I had to move about 40 cars in that tiny lot just to get my car out of the back alley. Ian Edwards pulls in the lot, and I was like, hey, man, can you pull out? I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of something. He's like, what are you doing, man? I was like, oh, I'm quitting. I got to go. <laughs> and he, and he, his answer, that's hilarious. And he, he, he backed his car out, and we quit. And then we waited like two weeks, get a phone call from the great Tom Morris. You're still welcome around here, okay? Oh. Keep coming. The only reason I quit is because Jeff needed a ride home. Yeah. Like, I, do you want to quit now and give me a ride home? I go, yeah, I'll do that. We That's carpooled. I was like, you're not going to come back, are you? Lock, clock in, clock out? Well, their their attempt to cover that shift was uh, Dean, the manager, had to move cars. And then he tried to convince Davey Wester. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. Who, uh, I, I don't know believe his cerebral palsy here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let, that, let's just say he's, that a term? he's thick with the cerebral palsy. And I don't believe licensed to operate a vehicle. Uh, yeah, not no. at all. You know, not he, at all. when he did have a car, he fell asleep at a stoplight. 
And he took his foot off the gas and just rear-ended a car. And, and, no, not a car. An ambulance. Oh, yeah, an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and that ambulance took him to the fucking hospital. Oh, can I right. just limp That's into the bay <laughs> over here? They're oh like, he's God. walking funny. This guy's fucked up. <laughs> but this how I walk normal, fuckers. At the same time, played high school football, he claimed. Well, quarterback, he said. I was, I'd like to see the rest of that squad where the cerebral palsy guys. <laughs> we got two down syndrome kids. He's got a hell of a curve. A wheelchair for center. Jesus. Uh, you know what? He, I could see, like, remember that movie Rookie of the Year? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking oh. maybe Davey had that quick snap. Yeah. Just so bad. he could launch like a 70-yard bomb. You know, I he just he threw, it wasn't fleet on the feet. He threw one of those <laughs> giant metal ashtrays at me once, and he okay. did have that quick t- <laughs> twitch <laughs> fiber. Why? Like, he hurled it at me. Twitch yeah. fiber. I remember he punched me one time with those... Stegosaurus bones, knuckles. Too. So what kind of knuckles? It's a Stegosaurus he, knuckle. He does have like it. weird because when we were open micers, Retarded remember he would play. It's called. He would play bloody knuckles yeah. for like hours, and he was it was like his gift to the world. Yeah, he was really good he at. Couldn't it. beat him. Did he hurt you when he hit you? Oh, oh really? it hurt bad. I remember my arm was so bruised, You're such and a pussy. you know, obviously, I didn't deserve it. I think it's pretty <laughs> standard practice to heckle someone with a serious disability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, to, I'm trying to show my admiration for a friend, right. yeah. and he doesn't know how to appreciate that. Yeah. Back he, was, he was always a bad friend about that sort of thing. You stuff. were making him feel welcome. I wanted him to feel like he was part of a family. Yeah, and, part of you know, the team. I would just say, same. look, dude, you woke up in a pile of PJ's dirty laundry, <laughs> and you're sleeping on the floor of some of the dirtiest human beings I know. And then he would punch me, and I'd be like, this little bitch. I he, didn't deserve that. He's been robbed like 15 times. <laughs> And one time, a guy, a homeless guy, tried to dry hump him, got him down. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Like I rode on a bus with him, then got off uh, <laughs> the same bus stop as Davey, and That's then how- ran ahead of him, hid in the bushes, and as Davey came, like, limbering by, <laughs> he fucking attacked him. And that's how hot Davey is. If this guy wanted him. his body that bad. Those overalls he lo- were hard to resist. Yeah, yeah you can't get him off hard, easy. <laughs> he, tried <laughs> to, easy. he tried to kiss Davey, but he got all of Davey's dip that he leaves <laughs> on his lip all over his face. Jesus. That's why he got off. O'Neill and I once were nice enough. Do you guys remember when Davey worked the magazine stand on Sunset sure. Boulevard? Of I brought him Thanksgiving dinner there once. That sounds Aww, depressing yeah. for both nice. of you. Yeah, it was. He got held up at gunpoint there. But O'Neill and I were nice. What did we, what did we yell at him once? We oh, we used to just go. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's nice. And then he would be like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Great dude. Uh, but he, we're you know really what? nice people. He was guys. blessed with a huge horse cock. That is he mentioned. He mentioned that. Do you remember the story when he was getting a blowjob from the hooker that lived in his building because she felt sorry for him? <laughs> yeah. And he was sitting in a chair, and right before he came, he started, like, twitching, and he fell off the chair. We've Jeez. all been there. We've all been there. Sounds like the plot to Pretty Woman, too. <laughs> Jesus. You guys are evil. No wonder wonder four hymns left us. (laughs) How evil. You were the meanest waitress the comedy store has ever seen, and that's saying something. You once screamed at me because I was writing like something, and I, hey, there's no fucking writing in the showroom. Yeah, I don't want you stealing jokes. Stealing jokes? I I can't write just one thing. That's a pretty solid impression of Eleanor, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, sounds just like her. Do it again. Fat James was on stage. What am I stealing? His meatball sub bit? (laughs) You the, could be. The old lady shuffle. <laughs> yeah, what am I stealing? <laughs> I didn't notice who was on stage. I just saw a pen, you writing something, and so I smacked the shit out of it. What are you, Mitzi Snitch? That's my job. I was Mitzi Were you an snitch. open micer then? I was. I was just like, jot- it was probably some horseshit joke that was horrible. And uh, Eleanor thinks I'm stealing some gold from somebody. Well, you're not allowed to write in the showroom. That's just how it goes. So what? So you, what how do they sign their bills? Keep in mind there was 
absolutely no rules whatsoever. None. <laughs> people are doing people are doing heroin four feet from my. Don't write in that pad, God forbid. Hey, hey, comedian. what are you doing? Hey, comedian. Well, I that enjoy drugs. Here. I don't like stealing. Hey, Boone's trying to jerk off over there. What are you distracting him with your writing in a pad? The Gelbers owed two hundred and fifty thousand oh, wow. dollars in drinks, and you're worried about this guy writing on a fucking piece of paper. What is their bar tab? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Easy. I've been keeping tabs over the years. Well, uh, Do you remember that? I don't road? think you subtracted the repairs to the ice machine that Jerry performed <laughs> at various times in that decade. You know, Jerry has multiple times almost physically attacked me. <laughs> yes, he really doesn't like you. Yeah. Is that because of the roast? Me. Or was it before No, it's before that. But I don't think the roast helped. It probably didn't help. Yeah, I don't think it well, helped. Well, the roast, went, you know what they did? They brought in, these two idiots brought in uh, a, the, their tab, and it was like endless paper that went was this all throughout the Was this the Dean Gelber's... Farewell. When he moved to what? Hawaii, remember? A.K.A. started that a pot farm in Northern California. <laughs> oh, that was Adam that did that? He just outed himself. He knows. I didn't know that. It was a I great gag. That was theirs. Norm MacDonald wrote that, that gag for him. So I don't, don't give remember. Him too much credit. <laughs> I don't remember much anymore. I blocked out a lot of those You're years. You're right. I blocked everything, like a mild molestation. And Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm haven't you, you've been a part of, like, brawls, haven't you, As a, when you were a waitress? You were there when Tupac was, was rolling in the main room. Tupac did shoot at somebody in the main room. No, it wasn't him. It, it was a somebody Allegedly. in his posse. It was a, somebody in his posse. What year was it? Oh, Jesus. 96? Was Dom Herrera on stage doing the <laughs> Urban Room? <laughs> <laughs> so I heard he was killing back in 96 for that room. I mean, Tupac you're, loved him. It was his favorite comic. He's a very urban comic. Yorsi was halfway through his Koreatown dog <laughs> bit. <laughs> that was what they thought was a gunfight. It was a dog bark. Oh! <laughs> Man, what that a weird so time. Awful. Remember when Dean went through his phase of only hiring waitresses that squirted? Wait. <laughs> wow, that's Jesus. weird. I swear, I swear to God. It, 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 it sounds bizarre, but the, the weird thing is, that is true. the women who include that on a resume without knowing that's the requirement for being hired. Bro, you say it. It's I got to see it. It says you steal regularly, but we like the squirting policy. Remember that there was a waitress who worked there for like one day okay. that Dean was in love with. She had uh, made in chili tattooed. Oh, uh, we her were just body. talking about her on the drive out here. Really? Aniela. No one remembers that, that her, but her like name? me and O'Neill. Yeah. How do you not remember? I think you hired her. No, you that was a Gelber hire. <laughs> Eleanor had hired to be a Gelber. No, Eleanor vetoed it, but Gelber overpowered it. Eleanor's I, hires were like they could play line for the uh, Dallas shut Cowboys. Up, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> and Dean's Dean's hires were like could be models. Yeah, so it was a little different. But Mitzi used to Instagram tell me Instagram models though yeah. before Instagram was true. A thing. Before yeah. he, Dean Gelber was ahead of his time. He was. She wouldn't let me hire anybody unless they were from the Midwest. So everybody had chubby shoulders. Why, whoa, is, why is that? Hey, Some I'm from the Indiana. There them. are plenty of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I she take was it back. From yeah, Indiana. They are. you yeah. know who it was. I know who they are. <laughs> why? Why was that her hiring practice? Because she was mad at uh, anybody like... from New York and nobody from Florida, nobody from LA. So I, everybody was from like Seattle or Seattle's not the Midwest. Was no, it? that was you were hiring the, the wrong person. No, but hiring. I'm just thinking of one of the other chubby shoulder girls that she okayed was <laughs> chubby a chubby shoulder girls. <laughs> it would have been a great she name had for a, hairy a, back a com- too. like a weird. Wednesday belly room show, the chubby shoulder <laughs> girls of comedy. Yeah, but then we had Indiana, and then uh, what's the other one from? Where was Kentucky? Probably that sounds about. She right. married a comic think yeah uh yeah. yeah is that the one who was engaged to dice 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean that was me? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Wait oh. a second. Or we bring in Sandy back up. I don't know. Oh, come on, come on, oh, how dare you? That's a jealous shot. Let that's it go. That's not a jealous shot. She was jealous of me. Yeah, I did the mother, then I did the daughter. <laughs> Who's never done that? It's For a the, team uh, effort. One of my favorite things was at, at Mitzi's memorial. <laughs> oh, one of the best speeches I've seen to so, in my what? life. We're all there to honor Mitzi, and Dice is on stage. Well, I was just there for the free food. Yeah, no, let's, not, let's not get carried away with all there to honor Mitzi. And, and Dice is on stage <laughs> talking about how Polly brings him up by saying, this guy fucked my sister. Good I intro. Just, great great intro. Wait, wait, does, Polly did do well. At your mom's funeral? He did do well. Definitely yeah. a way to bring nice. it up. I think he said my mom and my sister, don't No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't? just said sister? Just said sister. Okay. And, then, and then Dice came out and was like, of course I fucked her. She had those big fucking cow titties. <laughs> <laughs> then he did like four minutes on the areolas. <laughs> they were like the ones that cover the whole thing. They were so good. And then she, he didn't know she was going to pass away like two months later. Okay. Yeah. But it was a great speech. It was. <laughs> Polly was crying. Brought people together. <laughs> Polly, yes. we should have recorded his hour there. <laughs> he was he on was fire. Killing. He was he on fire. He had a fire. good set. You guys are terrible. What? 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 It was very bizarre watching because, you know, people do want to remember Mitzi and she built this great club and stuff. But, like, all these comics from the 70s who had their time, I'm guessing. I had never heard of most of them. You know Tim Thomerson. Well, obviously, everyone knows Thomerson. Yeah. Double uh, T, of course. But <laughs> wagon bit. You know TT. A lot of people were just bringing up all the really amazing accomplishments they've had in their career. They're like, can we get the video screen from my IMDb page <laughs> so I can just read it off of there? Or do you want me to do it by memory? Because I'm a little out of order on the dates. And, and we're not at all bitter. So no, we none of us. We 100% were just very supportive of it and not talking amongst ourselves about how pathetic the whole thing was. Well, if you went into the original room after, you Which could hear amazing. the great mustachioed Brian Holtzman. It's not about you, bitch! Stop <laughs> reading your credits! As he went on a 15-minute tirade, plugging <laughs> all house? of his dates. <laughs> <laughs> There's still tickets left for that one. <laughs> I'll say it. And I'll say it again. When I die, I want Holtzman to memorial. He's oh, the greatest he memorialized. Yeah. Freddie Soto and Mitzi, two Remember? of the best memorial he speeches killed. ever. Oh, he's talking. He not only was Rogan it, the shreds yeah. for no reason. And then he was, he, it was very heartfelt, but then he talked about cornholing that virgin <laughs> dude that was friends with Freddie sitting in the Ricky front row. Palacio. He's going, yeah. fucking cornhole you. <laughs> He was a forty-year-old virgin. Yeah. Memorials at comedy clubs are a little different. Yeah, than, it's not not a lot of Jesus talk, memorial. not a lot of religious. Yeah. It, it, there's just a lot of enjoying and embracing the insanity. I, I think is the best way to describe it. They are very interesting. Like half the people will talk at them, and it's like very heartfelt and just like what they meant to them. And then the rest of the people are just like, "This one time we were pistol whipping midget hookers." <laughs> And you're like, this is how we're that remembering? And Mitzi okayed it. She, <laughs> she came in and it was uh, cool. Somebody did their act up there. Who yeah. did that? Uh, I don't want to name names because Too that's late. not what this show's about. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but somebody did their fucking act and we're like, is this really happening? Yeah. It, it's Who? a weird thing. Now I want to know. I'll tell you uh, off air. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Does the name rhyme with Eleanor Carrigan? I yeah, did that not do my like, act. I heard you're like, I was the tallest person in my neighborhood. You Wait a piece minute. of shit. <laughs> that was one of my first jokes. I hate you for yeah, you, hey, you He's like an elephant. You want to yell at me for writing shit down? And then from that day on, I said, I'll remember <laughs> oh everything. I don't need to write a fucking word. It'll all be up here. How long are 
are you going to hold a grudge, you piece of shit? Till I That's die and Holtzman memorializes me. <laughs> Eleanor, you literally told me to ask a question while you were giving a speech. You told me to ask you, do Mexican guys hit on you? <laughs> <laughs> You, you're like, can you Byron Allen me into that bit? I just wanted to seem natural. This is more like Comics Unleashed than uh, Mitzi Memorial. <laughs> I have a question, Eleanor. Oh, why do I, I understand you went on vacation last year. <laughs> oh, that's where you at? You guys been to Florida lately? <laughs> this is so real, that Byron. I was trying to be genuine in mine, and you guys started yelling out. Ari was yelling shit out, oh. heckling me. <laughs> we went on a date. Fuck you. No, we never went on a you date. You did go on a date with Ari I did not go on a date with Do you regret Ari now that he's a millionaire that you didn't stay with him? No, that's. I don't care if he. Ha- I don't care. He's gross. How Everybody much money would Ari have to have for you to marry him? He could have all the money in the world. Oh, I just won the Mega Millions. Nothing. Billion. <laughs> Still won't fuck you. He won the Mega Millions. I got Ari. ball re- uh, reduction surgery. You got what? Ball reduction surgery. It, so, sometimes you got to tighten right, the skin up. That makes future. sense. <laughs> now they're the size of uh, softballs instead of. Uh, <laughs> I heard he's a. Do- I heard he's a ball donor. But if there's Definitely. a horse that needs a new <laughs> testicle, that would make sense. Uh, that would make sense. It's on a donor list. By the way, do I, they do they replace the microphone stand at the comedy store since? His testicles snail raced up the side of it. I don't think so. a dozen why, why, times. Why replace it when there's Kinnison pubes uh, attached Mixed to the bottom in. of it? Why I, bother? I swung from his nutsack for $100 <laughs> once. Somebody <laughs> offered me $100 to grab his balls while they were out, and I didn't even clear it with Ari. I <laughs> just grabbed him. He's like, what, are you, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm making 100 bucks. Just relax for a <laughs> minute. You, uh, you straddled it like a tire swing, right? It wasn't just yeah. by the hands. <laughs> Somebody pushed me. <laughs> Makes sense. By the way, when I checked in uh, to this beautiful festival last night, they're like, notice the uh, the windows have been blocked? That's so Ari uh, Shafir can get naked in the street level. Uh, and uh, Doug Stanhope can urinate on somebody. <laughs> okay, that's That is special. Nice. I am yeah. sorry to have missed that. You did miss that last year. Ari's, Ari's nuts is just something nobody should ever see. But it, way too many know? people do see. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, because he takes them out any chance he gets. I mean, he's like, it's like he can't. Uh, Ari got banned from the improv for... Thinking it was the comedy store? Yeah. They're like, wrong place. This is a business, you asshole. <laughs> he took his nuts out, and he would creep them up the microphone stand, and we called it the snail race. That's how saggy this guy's ball sack was. Which one won? And I, I believe it was lefty most of the time. Okay. This was, was his opener, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. It, I mean, it, there must have been a hundred nights at the comedy store over, like, a three-year period where it would happen. I'd walk through the hallway, look up, and be like, oh, Ari's balls are out. <laughs> He does it one time at the improv, and he's like, they banned me. <laughs> I go, what did uh, you get banned for? He's like, I, I put my balls on the microphone stand. I'm like, oh, you mean like every place on earth other than the comedy <laughs> store? <laughs> I was just doing my act? I don't even think you can do that at like Chippendales. I think you'd get banned <laughs> yeah. from there, Definitely. too. But then uh, Ari's asshole got destroyed. So and, that's uh, his other thing. Yeah, oh now, he's, now he's obsessed with showing that. Wow. His asshole looks like they... Like it blew what? a tree stump out of the ground with dynamite. What happened to his asshole? Art, artists, uh, artists of Why do you think he hangs out with Joe Rogan? <laughs> Ari, what does that mean? Ari's gay. Uh, Why is he naked all the time? Okay. The talent coordinator would just make these uns- unsubstantiated claims about different comics <gasps> having sex with each other. It was always pretty bizarre. And he would yell at you about it. Well, Ari's gay. And you'd be like... What, what makes you say that? I, and he had a girlfriend. You're like, why do you think he hangs out with Joe Rogan? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? But he was well, a he was a great talent coordinator. That's why they kept him around. Oh, Tom, he knew yeah. his yeah. shit. He healed the building. He, yeah, 
Also, I think now he has a YouTube tutorial on how to rob a place oh. blind for a decade. Allegedly. That That's allegedly. Wow. Oh, you know what? Mitzi wanted me to have that I know money. for a fact. Did she really, Tommy? Wow. When did she say that? Mitzi told me about three weeks after she died she wanted me to have that money. I stole in advance because I knew it was coming. I could see him sitting around with candles. Mitzi, are you in here? <laughs> Answer me! Playing the song, he has to sing to the, her. Ah! <laughs> He's like, Steph, shut up! I'm trying to converse with dead Mitzi. He would, I mean, he, he had conversations with Mitzi that 100% never happened when she was alive and just not communicating with them. But you would go up and you'd be like, well, Mitzi, she told me she wanted you to go up a little later for a couple weeks. That was his excuse for anything he did. It's Mitzi's yeah. vision. Like, no, this is you doing this for she years. Said, well, she said the kid from Kansas. I'm like, she, she doesn't know where I'm from. <laughs> You're like, uh, I, she walked by me the other day. He had like the crazy, he always be like, Mitzi beat me in chess again. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not sure. But he would never she bring up like the chess? fact that Mitzi called him Cookie, which she thought he was a woman for a while there. That's right. He well, ignored some jar. of the uh, warning signs yeah. that things might not be kosher. <laughs> what you call Cookie Jar, right? I, yeah, I, just, I just know it was Because his, hand, his, his hand, hand was constantly in, yeah. in the cookie jar, <laughs> taking fucking money out of it. <laughs> Uh, after after he uh, got released uh, from the comedy store, great day, his, a great day in that building's history. By the way, that was one of my hires. So people were what? upset. People Wait, did you so really? Excited. You leave this oh room now in disgrace. <laughs> you almost you ruined me, that place. Sorry. You yelled at me for writing in a pad. You cost Missy, Mitzi you millions of dollars in theft. Wait, have you ever talked about the interview process with Tommy? Uh, she fucked him. Did you interview him? Uh, no. First, uh, we sent him to the phone room. To get interviewed <laughs> by who? James Pater? Freddie Lockhart. Freddie Lockhart. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was Freddie Lockhart. But, but I was like, we just need a body upstairs. So he sat up there for hours with that stupid guitar, singing, In, yelling. His not incredible the phone. guitar. What kind of songs did he sing? You remember some of the songs? <laughs> <laughs> and that song is about Mitzi and her appreciation for her employees. By the way, the comedy store. Oftentimes, just needed a body, uh, so they exactly put someone there, and they him. every time they got burned by just putting a body. <laughs> yeah, what? Vetting them at that all. That sounds like an awesome hiring practice. We just need How a do body. you think you got hired? How dare you? It was a big vetting. I was like, great. Oh, look, look into the- do you remember you when were not great? You never see me saw me climb the ladder and replace the letters on that you sign. You did it once. I did you it gracefully. Right <laughs> no way. You did. You cried right after. I did I more than it. one. Rest in peace to somebody on that sign. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, did, you, uh, did you ever do a make God laugh? That. Was that you? That was the laugh factor. That was always make God laugh. Do you remember White Kyle? Yeah, you're oh, yeah. just Legend. sitting there, and Paulie's like, "Bro, you want to work here?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You're hired. Let's start right now." This guy, <laughs> this guy, he was an incredibly original comedian. White Kyle. White yeah. Kyle. He he. It featured, was short for white supremacist Kyle. Not yeah. to be confused with Black Kyle. His he, name was Sig Kyle for a while Sig too. Sig Kyle. Yeah. He he uh, did this incredibly original act where he did this impression. Um, that I don't think anyone's ever done before. Do you remember his, his bread and butter? What? Was it Christopher Walken? Christopher Walken, okay. that's right. And oh, that's a tough one. No Nobody one had ever that. seen it before. And what was great about it was he only said the same thing over and over again, which was, it's nice. <laughs> and that was it. And he would do it for like two minutes. And then uh, one night we were doing open mic, and there was about maybe this many people, maybe a few less uh, Probably a few left. And one of the tables was three black people. Oh, and boy. he was up there bombing. And As usual. One of the ladies stood up to go to the bathroom, and Kyle realized he had the tenacity 
and the likability to say, sit down, you black bitch. And okay. I still remember the host, the, the worst host for the situation, Kevin Christie. Oh. <laughs> and he just like went up there. The he just nicest. did not know what to do. <laughs> and, I don't uh, know what you do. I, there's really nothing to yeah. do. I mean, he basically alienated over half of the audience right then and there. And uh, and then even like even people who do and say horrible things are just like, oh, you, you can't do that. Even Ari and his balls were like, hey, there's a line. I'm going <laughs> to put these away. <laughs> Not cool. I, I remember I was na- I answered the phone when his mother called to said that he had died of a heroin overdose. White and, Kyle, that is. Yeah, yeah, and I remember someone was another comic was in the room with me, and I told him, and his response was good. Yeah, <laughs> it's a war. It was a warm environment back then. I, it was. I got a phone very call. Supporting. The only time this phone call ever happened, my phone rang. I didn't recognize the number, and I answered it, and it was Nick Youssef. <laughs> and uh, I go hello, and he goes, uh, Ingram, it's Nick, and I was like, yeah. And he goes, uh, remember when you told White Kyle that he would die before he ever came back? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, he's dead. <laughs> I go, really? And he was like, yeah, isn't that awesome? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Did you think you were clairvoyant at that time? Uh, I mean, I, that's just what I said to anybody who was leaving the building. You're like, you're going to die. You'll die before you come back. And eventually I knew it would pan out. <laughs> You just keep going with that. So intuitive. We yeah. had uh, we had comment cards back in those days because we really wanted to those? we wanted to hear now what those you can write in the room on. Jim. Yeah. See? Oh, those that's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But what uh, if you see it and it's really just a bit that's been transcribed in the comments section? Smart. That's, that's just good work ethic. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, but the comment card from the the table where the black people were sitting that night said, "I hope White Kyle gets raped and killed in prison." <laughs> And when okay. we saw that, we were all like, White Kyle. That's a great nickname for that guy. <laughs> and from then on, he was always White yeah. Kyle. And he would, uh, his other claim to fame was uh, stealing Davy Westers, the cerebral palsy kid, stealing his disability checks and buying pills with them. Yeah. You know what? I, you should have told guy. that story. Paulie picks good First. people. Yeah. Before I said <laughs> that the comedian, when I told him that he died of a heroin overdose, so good, I think it would have played better. Yeah. After you right. stole right. from the cerebral palsy. <laughs> yeah. Can we rewind that for a second? Yeah. Play the disclaimer again. <laughs> 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 Don't forget to uh, buy your four hymns. Yeah. Four hymns. You know what? If Keep shit. We don't that. get to do the ads. Can we do the ad for this show? Please. No. It seems we right. did it yesterday. Like old time's sake. Yeah, let's no, talk about don't. limp dicks. You obviously time. didn't do it well. <laughs> How and that's dare why. you? We did it too well. <laughs> They're like all the dicks are healed. Our website keeps shutting down from all these Danish and O'Neill yeah. for him subscribers. A lot of traffic. That's not true. Well. Well, we're the limp dick ones. That came out <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> when I, I got hired at the comedy store, I was an open mic with, with Jeff and Ryan. And, uh, our friend Steve Renazizi came up to me and was like, hey, they're looking to hire door guys. I think you're funny. Uh, if you want a job, I'll talk to Eleanor. And I was like, oh, that'd be awesome. Why Eleanor, by the way? Not sure. She was, in, she really was basically running sure. the show then. <laughs> Nobody else was paying attention. Yeah. And so at, back then when I was an open mic, I was super clever. And I always went by Dick Ingram instead of Rick because it's Smart. hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Eleanor came up to me and she's like, so what, you want a job here? And I was like. Yeah, that, by the way, that's way too nice of Eleanor you. approaching you. Yeah. You know what? You want a Jeff? fucking job, pumpkin? <laughs> You're like, wait, you called me pumpkin, but you but also swore at it me. It was very aggressive. Very confusing. Very confusing. Mixed messages. That's how she grew up with 14 siblings. 
She's just like Matt Damon from Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. yeah. Mickey, Mocky, Donnie, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, Ryan. Exactly Except like when that. She wrote the answer on that equation on the board. They're like, this is completely wrong. This doesn't make any <laughs> fucking retarded. What are you doing those, here? Those aren't even numbers. She was just this an This is a community college, too. You know how fucking easy this is for me? Do you have any idea how easy this is? She was an Hey, I got to go. Champion. My mom's here with the toboggan. There's eight of us. She's pulling us home. You're a terrible person. I'm never telling you anything again. Well, when I told her, she goes, what's your name? And I go, uh, Dick Ingram. And she goes, we're not fucking calling you that. What's your real name? <laughs> I was like, oh, Rick. And she was like, okay. And then I had to go in. That's uh, what I called you for real? Uh-huh. That was the interview? Right? That was the interview. Was That's it. No, she told me I had to go in and meet Dean. Bro. <laughs> and so I go in to meet. <laughs> and he's like, are you here for the prostitute position? <laughs> do you squirt, bro? No. What? Take your top off, bro. Wait, do you want to go, <laughs> go surfing with me in Costa Rica? I heard he looked at, cute at uh, index cards. Take your top off. You're like, wait, Dean, this is a different. I'm a man. I'm not a waitress. Is there a different policy for a different type of employee? Oh, bro. Are you addicted to anything? <laughs> you know White Dragon? He, uh. I remember going in and he was like, he, go, he goes, did you bring a resume? Resume? Like, That's what he asked <laughs> What? Me. I go, I, I didn't bring a resume. I, she just told me to show up and. Dude, you got to be professional. <laughs> what? <And> so, <laughs> there was like a solid week where I was like, fuck, I got to take this shit for real. I got to wear a shirt and tie to this job. <laughs> and then I realized very quickly, like, oh, no one here gives a shit no. at all about anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really grew to love it at that point. <laughs> a resume? Did the Jim really Painter? The, he really asked me for a resume. And then the other guy who got hired that day, Drew P. I know Danish. Oh, you, know, oh, you, yeah. you rode yeah. that guy yeah. hard. You Did, rode uh, that guy into the Rick, dirt. Rick broke him. Yeah, you broke, broke his spirit. You this, broke that man. This guy didn't belong it was like in a, the it comedy was kind store. of a Me Too situation without <laughs> the sexual stuff. <laughs> he just fucking I broke just, his dream. I could tell from day one because, one, this guy brought a fucking resume in. He very was, uncool. He was very chipper too. Yeah, he was a he was a tour guide at Universal Studios. Oh, I do. I and do. so he was like super peppy, and he just didn't belong in the gateway to hell like the rest of us do. <laughs> he just didn't, and so it was all super. Uh, hey, I was thinking about doing this bit, man. What do you think about this? And I'd be like, No, dude, fucking blow your brains out. Don't. <laughs> no, I remember you were feeding him bits to do. Oh yeah, yeah like you know what like you should a do? Dog. <laughs> you bark like a dog. You, you told <laughs> you, to. I told him. I told him, <laughs> Mitzi. Loves dogs. <laughs> like, watch your seat. So, Sandy Shore owns a dog, for Christ's sake. It's her daughter. If you really want to catch Mitzi's eye, a fun thing to do, do your act because it's really developing nicely. Mm-hmm. Wasn't. Yeah. He trusted you, too. I he could see it in his eyes, like, okay, yeah, yeah. What I else? said, what Tommy else? will love it because he smelled like a dog. It's <laughs> on the inside of his fucking car. Oh, his car was hideous. Oh. So his dog was dying for 12 years in that car. And so. by his dog, you mean his mullet. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, Drew, I convinced him the best thing for you to do is do your act, but while you're doing it, mime things that a dog would do. Of course. So chase your tail around on stage. Yep. Try and lick your junk. Exactly. Try and lick the ass. I remember and, uh, young Arsidio Hall was doing that for a while. <laughs> he gave it up. <laughs> and, and this dude was like, he was like, you think that'll work? I go, dude, Mitzi is going to fucking love it. And so back then, you had to, obviously you had to showcase to try and be a regular at the club. 
But Mitzi also made you showcase as a doorman to keep your job as a doorman. Which was great. Because yeah. you already had a job that you hated. Yeah. You had to go up in front of this woman who would make a room colder than I've ever seen she, anybody yeah. in. She was like if Cruella DeVille turned into a raisin. She was like this shriveled up little <laughs> tiny evil woman at this point. Do you want your job? And you're like, not really. I'll be honest. <laughs> go perform. <laughs> And she would put a candle in front of her so you could see how much she hated you the whole time. Yeah. Her face was completely illuminated. Yes, and awesome. eat popcorn like you were a fucking movie. <laughs> as you or bombed, pretzels. Or giant pretzels. As you bombed horribly. Crunching in a silent room. You're like, she's eating stick oh, pretzels the right good now. good news is, is she had a loud voice. She'd be like, this guy's horrible. Get him off stage. And you're just like, well, anyway. Uh. <laughs> so uh, my, my family is Swedish and Irish. How crazy is that? Oh, Give no. So you get sunburned as you're getting drunk. Get him off the stage. Tommy, kill him. <laughs> so we have an employee showcase night, and, and I, at this point, had already – I got really lucky, and I showcased, and she actually passed me as a regular and let me keep my job. So uh, about two or three months later, she came back in, and she wanted to just showcase employees to make sure that they were all worthy of working the door for nobody and no reason whatsoever because okay. there was no That's audience. Fair. And uh, Drew went up and he's like, I, I don't think I should do that dog thing, man. <laughs> and I go, look, this is your night to shine. Mitzi is finally here. This is the night you'll probably be made a regular. You really think I should do it, man? It hasn't been working. And I go, yeah, it hasn't been working because Mitzi hasn't been in the room. It's going to change the dynamic completely. <laughs> You, I remember you just, I would look over and you just selling this guy hard. I'm like, how great. <laughs> this dog thing was going to kill. And, and Jeff and I were loving it because we're like, oh, this guy's going to eat shit. This will cost him his job. And this yeah, guy had like a great. glimmer in his eye. Like, really? You think so, huh? And he goes Terrible up. Terrible people. He, go, he goes way. up in front of Mitzi <laughs> and uh, he just had to do three minutes. And so he starts telling his first joke, which was about <laughs> working at Universal Studios and <laughs> Very it's, relatable. It's, it's hard for me because, you know, I, I have that, that show voice, and, and it comes up in everyday conversations, right? A great premise, obviously. I like it already. People are already into the bit. And then he does the first spin around. <laughs> <laughs> and, and me and this other uh, doorman, Mark Hatchell. Oh, the great Mark so Hatchell. Oh, Mark, Mark Hatchell was the other one who was really pushing Wait, all who these at one point ideas. moved to Las Vegas to start a cult. That is yeah. true. For yes, a tax break, yeah. a quick interjection on that. Don't Mark, you dare. He weighed about 580. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Could not climb the ladder to do the sign. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you got to do it, the sign. It, it literally, his job. It would. I watched him try and do it once, and the thing started bowing in so much. <laughs> Which is entertaining. It is fun. <laughs> People are on Sunset. They want to see that sort of thing. <laughs> so... Me and Hatchel are sitting in the back. We gave this guy, I mean, we're talking about win one for the Gipper pep talk. Yeah. This is your time to shine. One shining moment. The song is playing. I was like, is Vince Lombardi here? I'm inspired <laughs> right now. Jesus. And Drew went up, and the first spin, at the end of his first spin, you just hear this little old lady's voice in the back go, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> and you, you just fucking. Just dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he starts getting this like panic look on his face, and we're just like encouraging, like, "Don't stop! It's gonna <laughs> win her over!" Spin. <laughs> Lift your leg, scratch your tummy. It's so gonna get her. <laughs> <laughs> so this poor fucking sap keeps going, and uh, he does like the the bend down to try and act like he's cleaning his balls, <laughs> I guess, or whatever. 
And you just hear the Mitzi call of death. She just goes, get him off the stage. Which and is, he was like, he just looked around and he goes, all right, thanks for having me, guys. Have a good night. Which oh. is great, by the way, because three minutes isn't a long time. Yeah. She's like, I don't even want to see three. Yeah, he, and he, uh, he that, got that bad karma is why the three of us aren't more successful. <laughs> That's yeah. right. I mean, he, he walked off stage and he made the fatal mistake of being like, it went pretty well, obviously. <laughs> so you should probably go say something to Mitzi. Of Definitely. course. And you have a you, chance. I saw you pushing his back. Go talk to him. <laughs> she, wants to, she wants to hear from you. You know, the icing on the cake would have been if you had made him quit his job at Universal. You're like, this has went so well. You should quit your job now. <laughs> Trust me. Because you're going to be a superstar next you're, week. You want to focus solely on this. Uh, I, I remember him walking up to her. And, again, if you bombed in front of her and she hated it, if you just walked by her, there was a chance that she would just forget in, like, ten minutes. Or and then no. you would survive. But or you needed to, like, get a new haircut, dye your right. hair, right. grow a mustache, and come back the next week. Yeah. Or she would think that you're uh, an old-school comic from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's another possible. thing. Yeah, that had happened, that happened too. happened to you? No, uh, no, but I know it happened to somebody else. Oh, she, okay. It was a mistake, case of mistaken identity. <laughs> she, uh, he walked up to her, and his opening line to her was, Pretty good, huh? <laughs> and she goes, you can't work here anymore. <laughs> and the look on his face, it was literally like seeing someone's dreams completely crushed. And then he walked Aww. to the back, and me and Hatch walked back there, and we were like, dude, what a bitch, man, because you crushed up there. <laughs> I don't think so, man. It didn't feel good. <laughs> Listen, man, what's important is there's other clubs, you know? So just keep working at it. You got this. I've never this. seen him at any of these never, other clubs. I never Not heard one. him again. He probably yeah. sells insurance in Florida right now. <laughs> He's probably, probably a better move for him. Yeah. he uh, A he, way better life. Yeah. I never saw him again. Him and that guy, uh, remember Teabag? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Who's Teabag? There was this guy. <laughs> that guy loved Rick. Loved Rick. I don't, I don't remember what his name Dusty? I think his name was Dusty. All oh. I, I remember was Teabag. Rick, I didn't Rick tell why did you call him Teabag? Just because uh, the first time I met him, he was really annoying. And he was, <laughs> he was doing an impression of comics, and they were like the worst impressions ever. And I Like famous comics? Or no, like uh, comedy store comics. Like, oh, okay. He did like a Caparillo impression, <gasps> and it was so bad. And then... Did he was he able to get the whole neck in in the impression? <laughs> no, how yeah, dare nothing you? Nothing was good. No, none of it was real. That was the problem. And I go to him. Uh, Some uh, people mistake Caprilla's neck for the Redwood Forest. <laughs> as, wow. As legendary comics Jimmy and Joey used to refer to me. Oh, fuck hey, this guys. guy thinks he's the pit bull of the comedy store. And so I was just mean to people. You? Yeah, I no. know it's hard to no, believe. Not Come you, on, Rick. So no. it's not the so, Rick I know. So Dusty's there being annoying, and I go. Oh, I, I remember someone talking about you, and he goes, oh, yeah, what'd they say? He was like, oh, they just said uh, if that guy Teabag ever comes up here, <laughs> then uh, you know, just make sure he doesn't get to perform. And it was just literally just a random non-sequitur insult that meant nothing. And he goes, who called me Teabag? And I go, everyone calls you Teabag. <laughs> and after that, everyone did call yeah. him Teabag. <laughs> so, yeah, again, Hatchell really started pushing it, too. Hey, Teabag, how you doing, man? He's I like, didn't know Hatchell was like your consigliere, where, yeah, like, yeah, if you pushed something, Hatchell would make it. It was like, it was you two. Yeah, was, we were the, the door guys. The door guys, yeah. yeah. And so then, uh, so this Dusty got so mad and upset, and he left, and then a couple weeks later, he came back, and I saw him, and before I could say anything to him, he was like, I need to talk to you in the parking lot. And he was like, his voice was like shaking. And I'm like, oh, God, what's this guy going to do? I thought he was going to like shoot up the place. And so he takes me in the parking lot. And he's like, listen, man, I don't know what your deal is, but 
no one calls me teabag. <laughs> You're like, no, but I have been for yeah, months. I go, dude, when people talk about you, <laughs> it's not always in a negative tone, but they always are like, hey, teabag, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And so he starts freaking out, and at this point he's like tearing up in the parking lot. <laughs> You're gonna cry, T-Bag? Come and on, yeah. get it together! And I go, I go dude, it's not that big you? of a deal. And he goes, No, it calls me T-Bag. <laughs> like again, I've been doing it for a long time. And right after he yells it, Hatchell perfectly walks around the corner and he goes, Hey, T-Bag, what are you shouting about? What are you crying, T-Bag? Need a tissue? He goes, No, it calls me T-Bag. And then he storms out of the parking lot. Never saw him again oh. the rest of my You'd life. See, you got rid of a lot of trash. I'm in charge of getting rid of the riffraff. That's amazing. O'Neill and I, uh, when thing. we we worked there after you, uh, we kind of took that we took that on yeah. as, ourselves. Wait, you guys, we didn't you didn't work together? No, uh, Paulie fired uh, me. Maybe overlapped a tad bit. A little bit. O'Neill was there before me, so they may have. I don't think oh. I ever. Worked yeah, we were in charge of getting rid of a lot of riffraff. <laughs> like Tommy's friend uh, Kevin. Kevin Riley, who uh, I don't know why O'Neill is similar to the tea bag. You get bored, you're working there. We're all angry, bitter. Everyone fucked with us, so we would fuck with everyone. No, you- yeah. we decided to uh, call him Barbara for no reason. Oh, it, it, that poor person. Yeah, and then we made up a backstory that he used to be a woman. And he was a flight attendant, but it messed with his <laughs> menstrual cycle, so he got a job at the cosmetics counter at a mall. Listen, sometimes I- these fabrications go very deep. You know, we had a lot and of time. There's no hard. audience at all. <laughs> you yeah. got to sell it. So Ari would be like, uh, do you want to give the backstory of Barbara uh, to bring him up on stage? So I would give that lengthy backstory. And then eventually he lost his mind and he attacked me physically. Yeah. <laughs> and deservedly And Dean so. was watching me be attacked. And, uh, he didn't do anything. Dude, yeah, he's like, what'd you do to him? <laughs> what'd you what? do to him? We did it to Fat James, too. What was our nickname for Fat James? You called him Desiree. Desiree. Right. That's right. For no reason. No, yeah. Why? I, I think the, the I think best. think that gave him cancer. The best nicknames. <laughs> and that's why he died. The best nicknames that you can give people you hate are ones that mean nothing. But they feel like it must mean something. Rodney Spooger, a.k.a. Jimmy Pidd. Hey, daddy, oh, daddy, the that's, nickname that's right mean. there. People that's could, his real they name. They just call me Kitty <laughs> fucking. That's his real name. He didn't like that. He didn't like it at all. He's very upset with us right now. Remember really? when Why? you used to be able to pick up your own check? You know, you didn't have to go to a manager. You could just look through the checks. Right. Like, a.k.a. Okay, the glory <laughs> days. So I would look up everybody's real name, and <laughs> then I would call them if they had a stage the, name. The glory days when name. I was getting Chris D'Elia's checks for years and yeah. no one caught me? That's how I got, uh, that's how I got um, what's his name? Michael Richards' last check from the comedy store. Is that frame? Do you still have it? I, I, uh, I still have it, but... <laughs> I posted a photo of it That's online, scary. and I, I received a phone call from the Comedy Store lawyer <laughs> telling me that I needed to take it down immediately because it had the Comedy Store's bank numbers from 13 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and you're like, it'll stay up for a few weeks, yeah, right? Yeah, I go, When I get around to it, Davey. Back then, yeah, back then when, when this check was dished out, there wasn't money in the account that's, anyway. That's so. true. Well, it was that in Tommy's uh, pockets, so it's <laughs> well, it hard was. to get the money. I, just yeah, you could, I used to just cash my check directly at Tom, to Tommy. <laughs> I would endorse it and be like, you just give me the cash. <laughs> wow. We used to do that, the waitresses. you could For go to Tommy? A, no, but uh, comics would come to the waitress, sign them over to us, and we would cash them. That's what? a risky move. Yeah. Wait, like who? School. Name a comic who did that, please. Paul Mooney. Oh, 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 homie, homie. Oh. Did you guys charge? Does a the fee? white lady have my money? Oh, did oh. you charge the fee? No, no fee. Wow. Paul no. Mooney Bitsy once spit at me as I was uh, trying to park his car. What did you do to him? I said, uh, "Hi, are you parking here?" He got out of his car, spit. I had to <laughs> open my legs. It went between my legs, and he walked by me, and that was that. You should be boy. lucky. 
I should be lucky. What? That he spit in your direction. I am. I did not feel lucky. That's the great Paul Mooney. Are you adding chairs because we have more people? Yeah, they have a reservation for two. They don't want these seats. They're coming in for the last forty-five seconds of the show. If you build it, they will come. I think it's messed up that they're putting Jerry and Laney's seats apart from each other. They should wait. Jerry, Jerry, ladies' seats would be behind that bar right there. (laughs) Ingram. What I like about the comedy store now is it is a classy establishment. The crowds are packed, but there is still some holdover from the glory days. Yeah, Yeah. a couple. Laney and Jerry still drinking strong in the in in this day and age. The best though are like the doormen who just don't understand because they came after Dean and they're like, why? Why do we give those people any sort of? treatment yeah. yeah they have headsets like if there's a problem they call people to come Isn't to help them crazy? when there was a problem and i was a door guy i was like i'm making like four dollars an hour i just went in the back and hid yeah <laughs> i didn't want anything to I do as with well it. i was told by uh again the urban show bouncer who uh he just Which jimmy? one jimmy no jimmy's brother albert oh yeah who was like six six and he wants like as a joke like just like bear pod my chest like oh man that's funny and he like threw me into a wall and i'm not a small guy and i was like hey jimmy where's your brother been i've never seen him oh he just got out of prison man he's working here now i was like oh great (laughs) thank god we got him on board and so the comedy store is a long hallway i'm at one end and he came up to me after like me doing the show for months you know who comes in and out and i was like because they all had to go to the front right my job was to tell some guys who had legit gang flags out of their back pocket excuse me sir could you and your entourage go to fuck you, man? Oh, please go to enjoy the show. <laughs> Have a nice evening. Yeah, it's a hey, man. You know who goes to the front? Who goes, so then I would I would tell some guys no, and he would scold. Hey, that guy comes in. I'm like I have no fucking clue. So I just my game became let me send everyone to him and see him throw them out. Yeah. And so he scolded me, and I go, hey, man, I get no insurance from this. If I get my teeth busted out, you think Dean Gelber, who shaves my hours, is going to pay for it? <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm right here." I go, "You're like 50 yards away. I don't think you're gonna get there." Yeah. And so then I just let him. Uh, that and, was how I did it. And keep in mind, the thing about shaving our hours back then that made no sense <laughs> was we got paid twenty five dollars a night. Period. A yeah. Good deal. Like Good deal. we were working well, then nine they hour shifts hourly. Then they did switch. To oh, they hourly. did. Well, yeah, that's hourly? when they started shaving hours because Dean. Well, he shaved hours on mine. Even though I didn't get paid by the hour. Bro, so let me get going, the razor out. I go, dude, why are you shaving my hours? I just get 25 at night. And he goes, dude, that's, that's illegal to pay you that little. I was like, <laughs> how, is this, how is this the policy here? And then he would it's smile crazy. at you blankly and just sit there and not say anything for five dude, minutes. He, he shaved our hours because he said, you guys don't do anything between like... 12.45 and 2 and I go well then we'll just go home he's like bro you can't go home yeah. and I go well then you're gonna pay us for being here he's like I'm not gonna pay you for doing nothing I go alright and so for months he did it and then finally I told my sister who's a lawyer in California I was like we may have to sue Dean Gelber and then he started unshaving our hours Smart. which in hindsight we should have sued Dean Gelber yeah. I think that was a big mistake why, why not <laughs> just for like Do you, think it you don't worked? need like a compensation per se just like you get one week in Cabo with Laney. Oh. <laughs> Anything oh. goes. What a, oh. Or Jer Bear, whatever your cup of tea to is. To be honest, uh, th- they would have liked that. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure they would have. I met them. Uh, I was at a car show in, like, Beverly Hills with my now wife. Okay. Uh, yeah. And we ran Dropping into it. them, and it was the most awkward interaction I've ever been with. Because Jerry, Jerry was just you. seething. <laughs> and Laney loves me. She's like, oh, my God. She's yeah. hugging me, was holding so it for mad? way too long. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> once told you to keep your lowbrow comments to yourself. Yeah. Jerry, I made a comment about maybe him making love to 
Lainey, what it was like <laughs> and what I thought it was like. Do you think Jerry resented the fact that we called him Jerry Gelbert to his face, which was Lainey's last name? Probably. Could have been. Jerry was a, he was a Aspen socialite who yes. fell into this luxurious relationship with Lainey Gelbert. Yeah. Okay. And uh, but he How had do like you know this about little him? wait. I Why talked do you to talk him. To Dude, he was no Barry Gelbert, by the no. way. Lainey's no, first husband. Little trivia. Do you know the name? Of the club Jerry opened in Colorado. Yeah. No. Studio 54. Yep. Wow. How, that's <laughs> Bit of a, a clever thief. name. Bit of a thief. <laughs> clever name. Uh, Jerry had a Very family original. back in Aspen that he left to go live the late night lifestyle of the comedy store. And uh, his son, he was my age. And uh, at the time, I was probably like 24 or something. And, and Jerry's son was 24, but he looked like he was about 53. And he'd been through some <laughs> things. He got hit by a car. Jeez. He got $60,000. And then he spent the $60,000 over five weeks flying back and forth every three days between Amsterdam and Hawaii. Did you film a documentary on the on <laughs> I know, Jerry family? That's a lot of info. Who the hell wow. knows all this information? <laughs> Jer- I just remember Jerry. It's on his Wikipedia. There's something wrong with you. So this guy, his son, comes, he's like, yeah, he's going to be here next week. You guys should hang out. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll meet him or whatever. So his son comes to the comedy store, and Jerry's like, this is my son. I go, hi. And the guy, he won't even look at me. He just goes, hello. And then he just stares off next to me. I'm like, all right. He looks kind of like Rasputin. I'm just like, this dude's a little odd. So You're about like, we're going to be best friends. Yeah, this is going to work friends. out. So about two hours later, I walk into the original room, showroom, and I walk up the steps, and I turn. And to the right, when you walk up the back steps, is a bathroom, and there's like four feet of a wall there. And Jerry's son is standing toes to the wall, facing the wall from about an inch away, just staring at the wall with the show going on behind him. Was he put on timeout by Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question, actually. (laughs) Stare at the wall, son. I go, Jerry, what's your son doing? And he goes, he's fine. Leave him alone. (laughs) (laughs) Good parenting. All right. Jerry's like, with that attitude, you're never going to work at Studio 54 (laughs) in Kansas. I would have liked to have seen it be 53. Uh, you know, change oh, it yeah. up a little bit. Switch it up. It's true, Studio yeah. 52 something. A little too much creativity. Eleanor, yeah, no, were you a waitress think. at that club? Fuck you. Oh, come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Why do you make me curse? You guys remember when Eleanor uh, took the waitress aside over Jim Painter? Okay, this is yeah. not a fair thing. You ruined right Jim now. Painter's in, in, life. In I Eleanor's defense, side. Jim was writing in the showroom, so... <laughs> Eleanor had to uphold rules. That makes sense. The most influential comedian of our time, and Eleanor kicked that him is, out of the club. What did I do? Whoa, whoa, I did not kick him out of the club. I never kicked him Rock out of the club. Rock hard. He's selling, he tried uh, to get me fired. What are you, human resources? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's selling shit pills. Can I explain what happened? <laughs> uh, I was waiting tables. I was I the, I, O'Neal and I witnessed the whole was that I show. Was I working that night? You, had to be, you were in the back. So I was you're somewhere. Maybe there. I was in a different room, but they were in the original It was the room. late 70s. Eleanor was waiting <laughs> the table. Shit. <laughs> She'd been there 15 years already. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so they were in the, it was open it mic It was in the night, original right? room, yeah. Len, Lenny Bruce was hosting. <laughs> yeah. Lenny Dice Bruce looked at her and said, in another 20, I'm going to en- get engaged to you. Fuck the way you're God. aging, it's like a fine wine. <laughs> What do you think of fingerless gloves inside of you? <laughs> I kind of like it, so I don't care. It's a question we've Speaking all of wondered. which, I think I lost one in there. The collection's incomplete. All right, that's it. Here's a rhinestone <laughs> wedding ring. <laughs> it says dice. 
property of. <laughs> Wheels is going to take you for a ride first to see if you're high quality. Oh it's, called the, it's called yeah. the Roxy This treatment. is why I take the side yeah, 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 of the waitress right over a comic. Yeah, Dice lets me fuck all of well, his girlfriends. There, no, he there doesn't. Was, there was probably a solid four people in the crowd. Okay. It was you're overshooting. Yeah. No. No, there was about 12. Oh, okay. shit. Was that like a Labor Day weekend? Must it could have been. have been a holday. Monday <laughs> might have been have a holiday. those people were just there to do a drug deal because they look for a quiet spot to get it done. <laughs> Somewhere dark that no one's at. <laughs> no cops. It was just Anthony Michael Hall, three hookers. <laughs> no cameras because Eleanor back. hey, you filming? <laughs> he would scream up, you guys keep it down over here? I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> so I... All I hear is my one of my waitresses, because I was in charge of the waitresses. Oh, you own them? I was Race in charge of the races. Driver. I was a slave driver. Eleanor was the team captain. Shut your mouth. And she came to the back. She was f- crying. She's freaking out. I don't know why. I saw the whole thing. You saw the whole thing. Saw and you it. think it's okay that a comic <laughs> is on stage and says... Don't fuck that horse-haired waitress. No, it, wait. It, let, uh, me, let me tell it like it, it in happened. In his defense, yeah, it was a it, fairly accurate description. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell it like it happened. Her hair looks like a horse tail. She's literally in the middle of taking an order, like dead center. This guy, Jim Painter. Customers. The only money like, that comes in the building. He's like, do you see that the waitress? only money. <laughs> it, it, there's only one waitress in this room. <laughs> the one with the horse hair right fucking there. <laughs> and she's just like a deer in headlights. I fucked her and she shit on my comforter. <laughs> and she's That's just a like, horrible um, thing. Do oh, you guys it, want a beer? <laughs> and then he's like, now she's want. being sodomized from somebody on Mad TV. <laughs> and Bobby Lee was hosting. <laughs> and he goes, it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> Which is a great tag as a host. Keep yeah. the show moving. Yeah. We're all part of this. The so good news Eleanor is. Eleanor didn't see the creative genius in this bit. <laughs> I certainly did. She had to wait tables It was very hours. hard for me not to laugh while mediating this fight because it was funny but it, you can't do that this is the only money that comes in the club and you're fucking with the waitress so yeah i went after painter what did he bad. say what the how the conversation he, go he's i said you can't do that he goes well she shit on my she bed. yeah in my bed she didn't pay the dry cleaning <laughs> <laughs> you know he later on went on to start selling shit pills yes over the phone and we yeah, asked him what's like your he, sales pitch he's like do you want to take huge dumps like your neighbor? <laughs> and we and were like, buy these what? fucking pills. O'Neal and I were like, what kind of pitch is that? Everyone likes taking huge shit. <laughs> He's like, these things are selling themselves. <laughs> he was he was one of the most maniacal comedians I ever watched. Comics. Oh, so that's why watch. you got him fired? I didn't get him fired. He didn't you get hired fired Tommy and you fired Painter. Whoa, 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 wait. He so, didn't get fired after hashtag that. Hashtag Eleanor no, he, Room he, he was Painter. still there for a while. You guys wore him it, down. It, it, was, it was like yes. a month. I loved him. We did nothing but evil. worship him. It was like a month and a half no after that where he started drinking again. That's right. Oh, Steve Simone actually got him to start drinking again. And so then he... Oh, so blame Eleanor. That's true. This guy, PJ, we were talking about earlier. Class. Classic. Uh, yes. d- dented his car, and so he paid to fix the car. And then a couple weeks later, did he pay it or did his shit? His bag, dad paid. For no, it. his shitbag cousin who looked like Skeletor did it. Ha- half oh yeah, yeah, half yeah, yeah, PJ, yeah. half Satan. Yes. Also a good friend of Dean Gelbert. Yeah, he was in the Dean Fifteen. Nick, uh, oh. Hollywood Nick. There you go. God, That's I hated great. That I'm guy. sorry so for all these names. Being he fixes. Out he there. fixes the car. Then a couple weeks later, there's some new dents in the hood of this car that just got fixed. So Painter is drunk at this point, and he's like, it was PJ. <laughs> As if PJ would re-dent a car he just had to pay to In, fix. In uh, PJ's defense, I'm sure that he did. <laughs> he probably did, yeah. 
<laughs> Painter loved his car too. Yeah, and it was like a like a '97. It was a '94 Honda Prelude. It was a VTEC. There's not a lot of miles on it though. <laughs> Leather interior. <laughs> Well, he gets so mad, he's like, I'm going to kick his ass. And everyone was like, yeah, PJ's not here tonight. And he's like, we're going to him. <laughs> and PJ lived in a, oh, in a crack house in uh, downtown L.A. <laughs> yeah. He, was he, it downtown? It was yep, all the way? Downtown. Yeah. Yeah, that's where he and Crispy Chicken were residing. So oh. comics so, being comics, many people offered to drive him down there. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> the man that won that honor was uh, Mike Favorman. Naturally. Mike Favorman, I believe, and Nick Youssef. Nick Youssef just wanted to see. He just wanted to, he just yeah, wanted to watch. He was phone. on the phone for the play-by-play. Because I could, I was working, and I was like, I have to see this. He goes, I'll get it all on phone. Like, at, nobody had a camera on their phone, so we had to listen and just imagine what was happening. Yeah. Those were the old days. Ra- kids. Radio days. phone. <laughs> when yeah. you had to use your imagination. imagination. <laughs> so they start driving to PJ's house, and they first they call PJ, and he's like, I am coming to beat your ass. <laughs> Be outside and ready in clothes that can get blood on them. He's like, my ETA is between 12 and 18 minutes. <laughs> and PJ is just like, yeah, let's do this. And he gives him his address. <laughs> they, oh, they, and also, by the way, there was no, like, ways or anything. Yeah, so they, PJ, Thomas guy then they had to have a very civil conversation on how to get there. Yeah. Wait. He gets <laughs> literally. He's he like, gets no, lost. No, you got to take a right. Yeah. Wait, isn't it faster to take the one ten <laughs> right no, on Figueroa Street? I don't. Wait, what are you directing me? They get lost at one point. Then he has to recall him. We're turned around. He's like, where are you? Where are you, asshole? He's like, we're on the corner in Fifth and Los Angeles Street. He's like, oh yeah, you went too far. You got to go back two blocks. So I'm in the fashion district. They're selling coconuts and flowers. <laughs> Is that a pinata? <laughs> so then they turn around and they drive past PJ, who's now waiting on the street out in front of his building, Smoking just like, where the cigarette. fuck are these guys? Impatient. Probably buying crack while he <laughs> waits for. Uh, he's ready to r- he's ready to rumble. So they dr- he drives past. They say, "Oh, that was PJ back there." He gets out of the car. He runs a whole block back. Sprints a block back to PJ. <laughs> a lot of fighters did that. You yeah. want to you you get, get the cardio going. Yeah. He's you completely gassed when he gets to PJ. <laughs> he, he, he gets to PJ and then just proceeds to get beaten so badly. Oh, and yeah. and Nick got slam? there, and he's like, I'm on the phone. They're fighting. I'm going to get We go get down there. So Nick puts his phone right by the fight. All we hear is, ah, ah, ah. And then ah. PJ goes, hit enough, asshole. And Peter goes, never. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of heart. But I, I heard PJ was waiting, had the cigarette like he yeah. was in the in fucking outsiders, yeah. flicked it, and then and just, just punched, punched Painter. <laughs> I think Painter thought there was going to be like a ready, set, go. Wait, we I started? Wasn't, I wasn't ready. I ran up here. Give me a breather. Your directions suck. <laughs> and uh, that man quit comedy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's Strangely really enough. Both of them. Both of them did. But that's no, true. PJ still does comedy on the East Coast. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah. yeah P- Painter disappeared like maybe another month or two months after that which was very disheartening because he was by far like our favorite he was my favorite i got him a he job. was so disturbed and talking about, he, he got in with dice i know but he got in at the ground level of the shit pill industry he was like right there right before <laughs> when you have up. an opportunity like yeah, that you're right and then that. he got you're out right, right before right, the yeah. shit pill bubble burst <laughs> right <laughs> when, when he, he, he bought he bought uh amazon in like 97 <laughs> yeah 
got out quick. When he uh, opened for Dice, it, that was the best in thing Vegas, I ever right? Seen in my life, yeah. Was it Dice? Who was it? Dice Norton? It was Jim, Jim Norton? Norton, Jim Florentine, Dice, and Painter. So Painter's a young. He's funny as fuck, but he nerves could get to him a bit. And so he, he, told, he wanted to be loved. But his act was just, it was about, like, putting a baby in a garbage disposal. Yeah. And he's like, what, you guys don't like what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he had a, a great misdirection bit about masturbating to people's children. Okay. Yeah. The, the just, like, you know, like, relatable like, stuff. So when he opened for, bit but also had ama- he had amazing bits. The yeah. OJ amazing. thing was the top. Remember when he, <laughs> he brought his mom to visit him in L.A., and his He's like, I have great neighbors. These <laughs> Mexican guys were sitting on a wall when I brought my mom by, and they yelled, "Hey, do you want to show us <laughs> to show you how to fuck that bitch right?" And I was like, "No, thanks. I'm good, but thanks for the help anyway." When he opened for Dice, he told me and O'Neill, "I couldn't move my legs." And we're like, "What? <laughs> I couldn't move." You so he was just it. rooted in one spot on stage. <laughs> Did he have to be carried off? No. <laughs> that wheelbarrow, probably. <laughs> Did he, he say did, wheels? He, he was, did walk off slowly. <laughs> he would always raise his one finger in the air and then stare at it <laughs> like he was pointing to somebody. He's like, you guys don't do that? <laughs> he would also do this amazing thing. Like a lot of comics, uh, when they're being really annoying, will try bits on you off stage. I called oh, yeah, it bit yeah. raping. Yeah. And, and like a lot of t- – they won't let you know they're doing it. They'll just act like they're trying to be funny, and then later you'll see them do that same – bit on stage and you're like oh that motherfucker but their, was their energy goes up because you're like oh what have you been doing oh yeah. nothing hey you ever been to target and you're yeah. like no come on dude i don't want a bit <laughs> eleanor does that all you the time she give her weight tables with the Just comedy because stuff? i have bits hashtag and you me don't. too i've been bit raped by you so many times <laughs> never been you're like do you know that mexican no guys love you. me and then you do that whistle <laughs> piece of I shit painter bit. painter he didn't hide it he'd be like he'd come up to you and you'd be like hey what's up painter and he'd go He'd hold an invisible <laughs> microphone. Like, in his mind, he had to prepare as if he was on stage, and he'd go, what about this one? And then he would tell you the joke, and he'd be like, I, I don't think people are going to like that one. What? Yeah. That's why a great you say that? That's great. You're like, why'd you ask me? Yeah. Do you remember when he started writing clean because he was trying to get on TV or something? And <laughs> oh, that's So his amazing. bits were insane. He's like, I went to the ATM. I forgot my card, so I used a rock. <laughs> and no, that was it. That was the total bit. I go, this makes no fucking sense. <laughs> go back to the fucking baby raping stuff. That's your bread and to, butter. To <laughs> piggyback off your uh, that guy Drew showcasing for Mitzi, yeah. when Painter showcased for Mitzi, oh, they would wow. often tell you, you got to be fairly clean. She does not like dirty, especially early in the show. Yeah. Okay, I got it. <laughs> he goes up and does like the filthiest. Oh, you mean the cra- Iraqi uh, women ear bit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stomp a baby skull. <laughs> so he gets off and he had a weird way of walking, almost like a goose step marching. And he walks like a, to Mitzi, gives a thumbs up. That was good, right? <laughs> <laughs> she turned to Tommy. He was working the uh, in the, he was seating the room that he, they were in. When he works here, he needs to be on the other side of the curtain. <laughs> so he had to stand behind. Out of the showroom. Out of the showroom yeah. every time he stopped his and job. And when people, when he would see people, he'd have to, like, draw them a map. He'd be like, all right, when you walk in there, look to your left. Yeah, uh, there will be a table there. I'm not allowed to show my face in the showroom. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did he train you on the phones, O'Neill? Oh, he oh was, you, <laughs> that's who trained you? That's who trained me. He goes, remember, uh, the, this guy, to, he looked like Skeletor the college terrifying. years. Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> Horrifying looking demon of a human being. He told me I had to answer the phone like this. World famous comedy store. Every time. And then he would do it. He's like, 
And then I would do it, and he would die laughing. I go, is this a joke? He goes, no, you got to do it that way. And he's like, watch, I'll do it. And then he's like, world famous comedy store, Who is James this? Painter. And he goes, if you don't do that, and Mitzi calls, she'll fire you. Shut Which is probably up. true. That's possible. She I almost got fired for having a beard. Uh, I thought you did get fired. She walked by me, fire him. And I was like, what? What did I do? And Tommy's like, you have a beard, okay? <laughs> I was like, wait, where's that in the fucking rules? Man. He's like, you don't, you're not fired, but when she's around, be scarce, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but I have a job. I was like, but I have to do the job. Forget the job when she's here. You can't be seen, okay? Do you know what I regret most about my career? Is all the money I could have made suing the comedy for, store yes. for all of these fucking <laughs> yeah. but you would violations. Get, you would get the money well, in 2018 because they have it. Yeah, they'd have to go to Tommy and be like, look, dude. <laughs> all right, I'm going to have to pay some of this. Let me get my shoebox out, okay? The Mitzi Charity Fund. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think there's still time, right? You could do this. No, I would never. I love the place. Oh. Statue of oh, Limitations that. is well gone. That's because the, yeah, the building, huh? You guys are the best, dudes. Yeah, look at that. You like that, Adam? He gave you a thumbs up. They, they Speak for yourself. Give me a main room spot, and we'll call it even. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they think just because they turned it into a respectable establishment <laughs> that we're we going to keep it something. that way. I'm lawyered up, guys, so I don't care what O'Neill says. It's David Pierce, <laughs> but <laughs> you'll be here. Yeah, great lawyer. Using David oh, against them. Oh, Jesus. Do you guys have any questions? Do you guys have any questions? It's about waitressing. How yeah. get <laughs> the in. motherfucker. Yeah. They have a question. He's like, when How does do the you, next uh, podcast start? You so nervous. <laughs> How do you carry all those trays? <laughs> Eleanor, do you ever? I'm still really good, by the way, at carrying trays because my act sucks. So I'm just gonna. Are you go ever back pissed that you worked there when there wasn't a lot of tips to be had? And oh now, my god! Now yeah. the waitresses drive Rolls Royces. Yes, they all. Yeah, they're all they a regular Yakov Smirnoff. No, that's true. Sometimes I go on stage and I'm like, "Fuck, I can make more money waiting tables." But I've seen you go into action sometimes from stage. You put the mic down. You're like, oh, this guy needs a drink or No, I don't. So <laughs> I saw it. No, but you, could, you could see it in your head when yeah. you see a guy who has, he finishes the last of his drink and you're like, like you got to oh, pick that up. I, yeah. Another hard, another hard Shirley Temple for the gentleman. <laughs> Eleanor, question for you because you were with, why did Mitzi only hire bartenders from Thailand? Because that's the only people she trusted. People from Thailand? Yeah, for some what? reason. She was like, I trust them. And then... What a bizarre woman. We had a... Uh, one of her nurses was... He was Filipino, but we convinced her that he was Thai, so she would keep him. <laughs> what so. a preference for is that Thai. A, is yeah. that the same guy that Tommy told Mitzi was Doc Willis's brother? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doc so, Willis is black, oh, by oh, the way. Doc, Doc oh. is black. And then Mitzi, one day, they bring her out to the car... And she's like, hey, go get your brother. And he's like, who are you talking about, Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> like, go get your brother. My brother's in Detroit. <laughs> she's like, also, Mitch has been right about only <laughs> being able to trust Thai people. Because I think, <laughs> I think uh, your as soon as she passed, uh, that Filipino guy. <laughs> Like Mitzi told me I could take all the furniture, the TV, all <laughs> the copper wiring out of the walls of the house. <laughs> you don't need that in writing. It's just the verbal. Yeah. That's uh, a handshake. Understood between two friends. Yes. Two good friends. Yes. She, uh, so Doc's like trying to convince her, though, like, that's not my brother. And she's like, Tommy said he's your brother. He goes, Mitzi, that dude Asian. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so then Doc, Tommy comes out and he's like, why are you telling Mitzi that guy my brother? Look, it's best for Mitzi if she thinks you guys are related. She wants to fire you. What? Like, 
It's very clear. Are you serious? Yeah. I've never he, heard he that. He did have a bit of a beard. I could have Doc <laughs> Willis had like a five o'clock shadow it's beard. Possible. That was and also he was uh, exceptionally tall for a Filipino guy, and Doc was exceptionally short for a black, black guy. Also true. But he was probably trying to get rid of Doc because Doc was about to out him on his race. Why would he do that? His this hero is Dr. Martin Luther King. <laughs> this One is of the well, best voicemails I've ever heard in my is, life. This is well past all of that. This was towards the when Mitzi fight, like the last year she was coming in. Oh, so shit. Okay. Doc had already had the, you're racist, Tommy. And then, the, well, Doc, I'm not racist, okay? I don't judge people by the color of their skin. Judging by the contents of the character, much like my hero Martin Luther King used to say. <laughs> Which is a great defense for racism. How yeah. can you not buy Meanwhile, that? Meanwhile, back in the phone room, Tommy's <laughs> sitting with me being like, These Jews, these blacks. Wow. Didn't but he, he didn't say Jews and blacks. He used never, a more uh, colorful term for didn't them. Didn't he once say, is this a direct quote to you? Hitler was a great public speaker. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had some good ideas. <laughs> he had charisma. Like That's me. <laughs> yeah, he was he was the Hitler of the comedy store. He was out of his mind that? for a while. For a while. The first the <laughs> Yeah, for the whole time. Forever. I think. The first time I met this guy, and again, he had a haircut like Nigel from Spinal Tap. And he was standing in the back of the club and I went back to smoke pot and I'm like, Oh, who's this guy? And he was like, Oh, I'm Tommy, I work here. I'm like, Oh, cool. And he has his own pipe and he takes a one hit and he holds it in for the point where I'm just looking at him like, This dude's never gonna exhale. And he finally spits it out and he goes I don't know if I believe in Jesus Christ, but I like what he's about. Like, nice to like, meet you, Tom. Great what opening the line. fuck is this guy talking you remember about? Remember when we used to get off the open mic and you would walk by the cover booth where Tommy was working. He was just a cover booth guy, and he'd be like, good job. And I'd be like, who the fuck is this asshole? Yeah. The phone guy? What what shit. Yeah, the phone guy likes me? Big, big deal. What did he say, he to, he what did he say to Damon Wayne's the, the father, Eleanor? Wait, what? What say did Tommy say to Damon Wayne's? Is it Damon Wayne Senior or is Damon it Wayne Senior? I think it's or just Damon Wayne's and Damon Wayne's. Damon yeah. Wayne's Junior. Yeah, what? I don't what know. Did what say? did Tommy say to him? I don't remember. Every key he came. Damon Wayne's came back to the comedy store. Legend of comedy. After a long period of time, and I don't know what he was doing on stage, but Tommy's like, "What you just did? No one wants to see it, okay?" <laughs> and Damon turned down and goes, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> And that guy was in charge. Yeah. I was like, don't listen to him. I'll, I'll fix this. I'm healing the building, Damon. <laughs> he, he it's took, sick. He took it's so got much. too much money. <laughs> it needs to be poor. He took so back much. back to its roots. Just unneeded ownership of the club that after he had been fired, I lived across the street from him, so I still had to see him oh, regularly. Wow. What a blessing for and, you. Uh, <laughs> he would always come over. Like, he very clearly was getting online and checking out the, the shows lineups, and yeah. doing all that. He just couldn't let it go because it's legitimately the only power he probably ever had in his life. Adam Egan sucks! <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> There's a shirt that says it, so that's real. He, he comes up to me and he goes, uh, well, I saw the lineups. I don't like what I'm seeing. And I was like, uh oh yeah. Well, that's fine because the crowd seemed to be enjoying <laughs> he goes, it. Do, do you start singing this? <laughs> let it go, let it go. You don't work there anymore. He goes. I'm so proud of you, Jeff. He goes, Thank you. David Spade's on the lineup. <laughs> we don't need him at that club. <laughs> and I go. I mean, it's it's almost sold out all the time. Well, I guess that's good, but it's not the demographic we're trying to reach. Where? Go, Tommy, you were you fired. You paying customers? That's not the demographic <laughs> yeah. that the comedy I, store needs. I go, what, what do you think? You're a TV network? <laughs> you're trying to, re you know, eight, 18 to th 35. That's the crowd you want. I go, 
18-year-olds can't even get in the club. <laughs> well, it's not just that. <laughs> well, they can hear about it. Way to know your demographic, uh, Tom. I heard on TV that's the demographic oh advertisers want. He once told me, these people think Seth Rogen's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Seth Rogen? Never heard of him. Oh, but who is it? Uh, who was it he said he doesn't... He doesn't even give me a tickle. Dan Levy. My, oh, yeah. Dan, Dan Levy doesn't give me a tickle in my balls. <laughs> Which like, is, I guess. Is that, that like a barometer for <laughs> judging somebody? Yeah. Um, all right. We got to wrap it up. You got to do once, it quick for him, Once the Zad? baby cries, we got to wrap it That's up. That's the sign. Uh, Who brought a baby to this fucking place? Who brought a baby to this? What kind of animal would do that? Oh, wait, that's my baby. Her, <laughs> her so, daddy yelling. So proud of you, Jeff. If that's your, amazing. Uh, if your cocks aren't as rock hard as you'd like them to be, go to 4hims.com. Type in slash T-C-H. Yeah, or yes. use, the, yes. use the old Danish and O'Neill quote. Code don't, don't. You won't get them. anything. <laughs> Type in You'll Eleanor. if you use Danish and O'Neill. Type in Eleanor for the, uh, you get topless pictures. Of, Is that true? Uh, of dice. Yes. Not bad. He's Not, way better we're, to see Wearing topless nothing but fingerless me. gloves. I've been working out. Style is born. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga might be big after this. Shut up. I'm done with you. All right. <laughs> thank you guys for yeah, coming. Yeah, thanks for being here. Oh, uh, uh, don't thanks. forget the Danish O'Neill podcast will be going on at 8.30. Right here. It'll Come basically just them. be a continuation of this conversation. And yeah. we'll be back, too. <laughs> thanks, thank guys. You.